Glad you're here. We're going to continue this series called Holy Mess. And by the way, shout out to Pastor Tim Jesco for filling in last week and, and knocking it out of the park. I've got some big shoes to fill today. I don't have any stories of rat tails or anything like that. Or, um, but, but I did love the idea of, of new vision and, and, and us in order for us to, to embrace and be holy as God is holy, to maybe see ourselves from a new perspective. Who are you was the question. Whose are you? What kind of clothes are you wearing? I, I love all of that imagery that, that we looked at and were challenged with last week. So Pastor Tim, thank you for that. If you missed it, you can always listen online and, and get caught up. But, but today, if there was a, a title that, and I, I, I hate putting titles to sermons. It's, it's the worst part of the process. And it's the last thing I do because you, you, you want the title to be something that's stands alone and speaks to itself. You know, sometimes authors just have a title and it's like red or black or something, a color of a book or something. And, but, but, but what is something that conveys a message? And, and especially this idea of holiness, you know, we, we're called to be holy. We're, we're called to live this way. This is God's standard for our lives. But man, we've just made a mess of this. And what does it mean? So I just simply, today, I'm just simply gonna call this set apart because that's who, that's what holiness really is all about. Remember, as a, as a refresher, the, to be holy means that you're set apart. There's a, you're, 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 you're unique, you're, you're different. And, and we as believers, we as the body of Christ, as the church, are, are called not to be like the culture and the world around us, but we're called to be holy. First Peter, and, and, and the word says, God says to, to be holy as, as I am and holy. That's God's standard for every one of us today listening is that he wants us to be holy. He wants us to be set apart, to, to live our lives differently. And I don't know what comes to your mind when you think of, of holiness. Maybe it's for some of you that, that grew up in a different day and age. It was, you know, pastors preaching and hellfire and brimstone. They were, they were against drinking and dancing and card playing only for them to be doing it when they weren't on the platform preaching, right? But, 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 but for some of us, even today, it's like, you know, is holiness really attainable in the culture in which we find ourselves living today? And, um, you know, it just seems like it's, it's, it's elusive. For some of us, we've reduced this idea of holiness to just being morally upright people. And, and I do believe that, that, that personal morality is a part of that, but it is so much more than that. You see, holiness means that, that, that I'm set apart, but, but it is actually God at work in my life. I'm being controlled and dominated by, by this God who declares throughout Scripture, Leviticus, and, and it's reinforced in 1 Peter that, that he's holy and his desire is for every one of us to be that, to, to live differently than the culture and the world around us. But I just got to be honest with you. It's hard to see holiness demonstrated in the times in which we live today. You look at statistics and I was, man, pilfering through statistics and looking at, at numbers to see what data shows. And, and when, you, when you line us up as the church and as Christians compared to, to a secular, unbelieving culture and a world, there's not a lot of difference between us. 
The statistics would say that, that the divorce rates are, are parallel, that, that the consumption of pornography within the church and with the standards of the world is the same. Extramarital affairs. We still have problems with racism in our nation. Materialism is still something that so many of us are eat up with and pursuing. And, and, and there's just not a lot of difference. There's not much wiggle room between between those numbers, between us and in an unbelieving culture in which we live. And so for some of us, we're just thinking, man, I, I don't even think this idea of holiness, that, that's antiquated. That was great for back in the day, but, but is it even really possible today? And, and, and by the way, if I, if I live a holy life, man, that's gonna be such a turnoff to people. People don't wanna see pious people and who think they're above and beyond. The problem is not that. The problem is they don't see a difference. And so they look at us and, and they don't see us being, they just see us being hypocrites because we say one thing and we do the, the opposite, right? And we, 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 we sing, you're the way maker and miracle worker and the, the promise keeper and light in the dark. We can, we can do that for the course of seven minutes in a song, but man, we're, we're, when, when it comes Tuesday, that's the, we forget it. We don't live it. God is love. And we know that he's called us to love people. Man, it's, it's just, there's not a lot of difference with this. So that's why we, we, we've, we, we, we've carved out some time to deal with this idea of holiness because there just seems to be so much moral confusion in our culture today. And I believe that returning to this concept, this biblical concept of holiness is what's gonna clear up the moral confusion in our culture. People wondering, how should I live? Well, hello, the Bible speaks to that. Or what, what, what way is right and who should I follow and, and how should I respond? Listen, scripture speaks to those things. I know that there are some things that scripture doesn't speak to, like which college should you go to or which banking institution should you go? But I'm just talking about if you're looking for a way to live life, hey, structure your life around the word of God. Can I just say that? I'm a, I'm a preacher and you probably would expect that, right? Yeah, you would hope that all preachers would say that, right? But, but, but listen, this idea of holiness to, to, to be set apart, man, that is God's desire for every one of us listening. And, and listen, what, what, what sets you apart is not you. You can't set yourself apart. What sets us apart is, is, is what God has done for us through the person of Jesus Christ. You see, when Jesus Christ comes into a person, there's this transformation. Isn't that a great word? There's this transformation that begins to take place in us. There's a change that should occur. And, and, and the only hope, the only potential you have of, of being holy as God is holy, it rests in this work of Jesus Christ in your life. For some of you that may be saying yes to Jesus for the very first time today, but for others you've said yes to Jesus, but to what extent and to what level are you allowing him to have complete authority in you. Are you with me so far? We're called to be holy and set apart. And, and, and we're, we're set apart by, by one who is holy, God himself, the almighty one. And he sets us apart for a unique calling. And there's a purpose and there's a standard and there's a desire he has for every one of us when it comes to how we live in this world around us. 
Paul gives some words to a young man by the name of Timothy in the book of 2 Timothy. And Paul begins to warn Timothy and he begins to lay out some some things that were present in their culture that, that he was warning Timothy, be careful of these things, Timothy, because these things that are taking place in, in, in your day and time, Timothy, these are not of God. These are, these are unholy characteristics. And, and look, what, look what Paul said and warned Timothy with beginning in, in chapter three, verse one. He says, Timothy, you should know that in the last days there are gonna be some difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends. They will be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and they will love pleasure rather than God. Timothy, they will act religious, but they will reject the power that can make them godly. Stay away from people like that. Does that sound similar to what we're living in today? People puffed up with pride, loving all things that are ungodly, seeking pleasure, ungrateful to their parents, poor friends, they slander, they have no self-control, they're, they're cruel, they hate what, hey, are, th- th- this was not just words for a young Timothy as he's setting up shop and becoming a pastor in his community. This is what we live today, is it not? We, we, we still see so many of these unholy characteristics present in our culture today. So how are we to manage? How, how, how can we get over the hump here? Let, let me ask you a question today. Are you different than those things? How are you living differently? Pastor Tim said last week is, is what are you wearing? Hey, how are you living differently than what Paul's just writing to Timothy at towards? Or if you're like me, is this not a gut punch? And I see so much of myself in these verses that were written for another time and another place. Father, forgive us. Because I find myself sucked into so many of these same things called to be holy as I am holy, God says. I just wonder, how are we living differently than the world? Is there a noticeable difference in you? We used to have that as a part of our vision and tagline here years ago, that that we would be marked by people who were noticeably different. You've heard me say that time and time again, that when people look at you, they ought to get a clearer picture as to who God is. You know that, right? Just as Jesus, when he was here on earth, embodied everything about God, Jesus was a reflection as to what God the Father in heaven was like. Check this out. That now responsibility now falls on you and I, because we, we, 
bear his image. We possess Christ in us, his Holy Spirit. And just a programming note next week as we wrap up this series, we're gonna look at and talk about this idea that, 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 that we are carriers of the Spirit of God and we're gonna relate it to the Ark. Remember the Ark of the Covenant? You've seen the Indiana Jones movie. Come on, don't look at it, Margaret. You know, don't look at it. But it was symbolic that wherever it went, that's where the presence was. Remember that? Check this out. That falls on you and I today. When people look at us, they ought to see us as believers in Christ living differently. We should not be the statistics like the rest of the world. There ought to be a noticeable difference. How are you living differently? Would you be accused as being holy, someone who's holy? Living God's standard completely different from the ways of the world. John would, 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 would sum it up really easily in 1 John 2, 16. He says, the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a, a, a craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. Characteristics of unholiness. John says the lust of the flesh, the, 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 the lust of the eyes, this, this idea of, of pride and craving for physical pleasure. Again, I know just a problem back in biblical days, right? Mm. Struggle with it today. How can we walk in holiness? It seems like the cards, the, 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 the deck is stacked against us, right? And it's so easy for us. I mean, it's, is it not easy for anyone else but me to get kind of sucked into worldly thinking sometimes and behaviors? And, and by the way, everything starts with a thought, right? Remember in Romans 12, we talked about it a few weeks ago. Paul says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see, every action starts with a thought. And so how, 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 is there any potential for us to be holy as God is holy? I believe there is. In fact, in 1 Peter chapter, chapter 1, look what it says beginning in verse 13. Some keys, I believe, we find in these verses to walking in holiness. Prepare your minds for action. That there, there's that idea, your mind. It's so, there's a battle going on, Right? Prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. Put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. You must live as God's obedient children. Don't you slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then, but now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. For the scriptures say, you must be holy because I am holy. You see, I believe that this idea of empowerment for us to live lives of holiness is found within these verses. First of all, I think you have to start with faith in God. There is no potential for you to pursue a life of holiness until you settle the question is what will I do with Jesus Christ? You see, you can't make yourself holy. But by you placing your faith and your trust in your life in God through the death, 
burial and resurrection of his son, Jesus, that sets you on this path towards holiness. None of us, just by being morally upright, make ourselves right with God. None of us can make ourselves holy. That has to come from a work of God in you. Where is your faith today? And let me just share with you what it says in Romans chapter 10, verse nine. It says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. What have you done with Jesus? Have you come to that place where, where, where you have placed your faith in him? Jesus, I I need you to come in and forgive me of my sins. I declare that you are the son of God. Just, just as that Roman centurion that was present that day at the crucifixion of Christ, scripture says, upon seeing how he died, that Roman centurion makes this declaration. Surely he was the son of God or is the son of God. How do you answer that? Is Jesus your Lord? Is he your savior? You see, the, 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 first, the first step for you to, 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 to be able to, to, to pursue holiness is, is you've got to answer that question, what will you do with Jesus? And then after you answer that question with Jesus is, is will, you, will you submit to, to the lordship of Jesus Christ in your life? You see, here's what I believe. I believe a lot of us love Jesus as savior. I, I think every one of us listening in this room today and, and via the internet would say, you know what? I, I do not want to spend eternity in hell. I would much rather spend eternity in heaven. We love Jesus as savior because we know that if Jesus is my savior, I have a relationship with God. And because of what Jesus has done in God's eyes, I am made right, correct? We love that. We love savior. The problem with us is, is we struggle with allowing Jesus to be Lord of our lives. We struggle in, 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 in America with, with that S word, the word submission, because we've been taught that, that if I submit, that's a sign of weakness or I become somebody's doormat and, and people just run roughshod over me, right? And so we transfer that to this idea of, of, of submitting ourselves to, 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 to Jesus. None of us in this room, if we're gut honest with ourselves, like to have people tell us what to do, do we? Now, I know that we're, scripture says to honor and submit to authority, we, we, but, but we struggle with that, don't we? Or, or, or we, we have a difficult time when, when somebody else is... is di- Listen, in order for you to pursue holiness, not only do you need to understand what are you gonna do with Jesus and have you place your faith in God, but, but, but where are you at in this idea of submission? Because in Luke chapter nine, verse 23, Jesus says this, if, if anyone wants to come after me, if you wanna be my follower, you must give up your own way. You must take up your cross daily and follow me. Check this out. In order for you to be holy as God is holy, you're gonna have to give up your own way. That's hard, isn't it? Is that easy for anyone in this room? There's something that every one of us in this room are still holding on to. 
and, and, and you've, you, you've got a death grip on it. And Jesus is, 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 is maybe speaking to you right now. I said, listen, I've got so much for you. I, 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 I want, I, I've got a great journey ahead, but you're gonna have to release. You're gonna have to submit to me and just trust me. He just says here, Jesus says, you've got to give up your own way. And you gotta submit. We, we, we love Jesus as our savior. But man, when it comes to the Lordship, and letting him call the shots and being eat up with his control and, and, and letting him guide us. Oh, man, that's a struggle, isn't it? Peter also said something about being obedient. You must live as God's obedient children. You know, every one of us in this room probably have a pretty decent grasp on the things that God's word, um, the ways that he calls us to live our lives. I guess the question for us is, is are we being obedient to the things that, we've, that we read within the, the covers of the Bible? Are, are, are we being obedient to the things that, that we've been taught all of our lives? Are we really following through and living out? Are we being obedient? Remember what Jesus says in John chapter 14, verse 15. He says, if you love me, obey my commandments. You see, the, 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 the way we show Jesus we love him is not by participating when the band leads us in a song on Sunday and lifting our hands or having it written on. We, we show him we love him by being obedient to things he calls us to do. If you're a parent, you know that one of the greatest things that brings you pleasure and delight is when your children do something you've asked them to do, correct? Right? Yeah, you, you, you love that. That brings you great delight. It's the same with, with Jesus. He says, listen, I, I've, I've laid it out for you guys. That you, you, you know what holiness is all about. I, I want you to live set apart. I want you to live differently. And I've mapped out these things for you in my word. The, the challenge is, 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 will you obey it? Will, will, you, will you do what I'm asking you to do? Listen, you, you, you want to be holy as, as he is holy? You, we, we, we need to, to, to not only know what he calls us to do, but we've actually got to live it and demonstrate it. Does that make sense to anybody or am I just talking to myself? I haven't heard Altuve yet today, so this is, a, this is tanking really bad. What about self-control? Oh, it says there in 1 Peter, don't slip back into your old ways of living, satisfy your own desires. You, you didn't know any better then, but now you must be holy. Prepare your minds for action. Exercise self-control. Okay, come on, Jason, seriously. We're severely outnumbered in our culture today. And there's so many negative worldly influences. Is it even possible for me to resist and, 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 and pursue holiness? Well, well, let me just remind you again, I, 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 do you read the Bible? I love how the Bible answers those types of questions for us. Can, can I really live differently today? Philippians 4.13 says, I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. 
There is, there's potential for me to pursue and live a life of holiness because of who? Because of Christ in me. He gives me the strength to do so. I don't know, have you, have you ever gone a moment or a day without walking with Jesus Christ? Yes, you have, we all have. You have. It's not fun. You, you, you might experience a little breakthrough and a little pleasure here or there, but, but eventually it catches up to you. I've just come to find this out. It is, it is better living on a daily basis when I allow Christ in me to do it. And he will give me the strength I need to face whatever temptation, struggle, difficulty. Is there not scripture that says that there is no temptation that has overtaken us in which he has not provided a way of escape? a way out. So, so don't use that, oh man, the temptation was just so great. Come on, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. That's Bible too, you ought to read it. We can exercise self-control, not because of us, but because of the power of Jesus at work within us. But it's up to you, to what level you allow his spirit to control you. Would you stand with me today? Church, ministry team, go ahead and come join me down front if you guys would while I'm wrapping this up. We are called to be set apart. We are called to live differently than the world's standard. I'm telling you, the, 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 the life you were created to live is different than what, what the world is is. is, is showing us can we live as obedient submissive children people controlled and dominated by the spirit of God believing that through Christ we can do all things and so father that's my prayer for all of us here in this room today and, and watching online is that we would understand your calling on our lives. And it's not to be like the world. Yes, I know that we're in the world, Father, and it's hard to completely separate ourselves from it. Although we're in the world, you say not to be of it. You, you, you've got a different standard for us as, as believers in Jesus Christ. You, you, you don't want us to be just like everyone else. You want us to be a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. You, you want us to live differently. And Father, that's my prayer for us today. Holy Spirit, would you expose anything in us that is not of you, those things that, that we're still holding tightly to. And, and I pray, God, that, that as your people who truly love you and desire to live for you, that we would release control of that and allow you to come in and do what only you want to do and can do. Take over. Be our Lord. Let us set our mind on you, Father. Things above, not of this world. Let us realize that you're with us always. You will never leave us. And as, as long as we continue to walk with you in your spirit, Father, you will provide everything we need. 
And God, holiness does not mean perfection. You, you know that we'll never be perfect. You know, God, that we're still gonna drop the ball occasionally, but yet you're still there for us, for those that truly desire and yearn to move with you. You're always there to offer grace. There's mercy, there's forgiveness for those who truly have their hearts set to live for you. So thank you for that. Father, I pray this week that we would walk with you. We know that you're walking with us, but may we walk with you. And Father, for that person here today that needs to remember the words that we say, you are a way maker. You're a miracle worker. You're a promise keeper and you're the light in the darkness. I pray for the person today that's just going through something that they would not leave here today without allowing us just to knock on heaven's doors with them on their behalf and pray with them. God, use us this week for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.